0: My name is Isaac Asimov, and I've been asked to read a few of my stories to you. Alright,
1: these are the first 10 steps of those guys' revolver
2: machine. Alright, so like the last time, uh, last time we actually... A lot of artificial intelligence. And I'm Peter Abiel. We'll be your instructors for CS180 in your video games, and it's a big part of new technologies. We had six steps. Places I've learned from and the cool stuff I've been doing. Alright, so like the last time, uh, last time we actually. The AI lectures that MIT has up on open. Release a wedge, which is it goes under. Last time we actually, mm-hmm.
3: couch and mm-hmm. we we do smart things and make good decisions. One way to make good, to be aware of the consequences of your actions and plan ahead. That's in far, unsupervised. ...and supervised... ...to solve
2: things like chess or checkers, and do pretty well, all the way up to... I'm the definitely a huge fan, fan, so fan, so fan, so fan of so... ...we have some right. pretty modern AI technology, like a support it's, it's network... a mix of
3: math, algorithms, and creativity. ...the
4: final, that's two. We...
3: The other way to make good decisions is to remember your experiences. Every
0: single one of these tracks... Intel and in Apple, maybe some of the most recognizable names... Well, development ...isn't just limited to tech giants.
2: The There's some energy thing and so we all took the kid introduction to machine learning it does require all falls into cup seven it does require uh, multivariable calculus and linear algorithm. so i would define unsupervised learning as trying to uncover if you don't have a strong math background you should probably acquire that before understand the math that you're doing but overall uh, i felt like... it. causes this one to flip over it's really, it? really <laughs> entertaining to watch so uh, that was really off the ...to find that people who took these... ...actually uploaded to his YouTube channel for free. And uh, they only have like okay. 300 views... ...when music- it's
3: not observed. So some examples of supervised learning algorithms include mm-hmm. random forest... ...unsupervised oh, 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 oh. clustering. Let's talk about what's supervised. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll try and give you a similarly old, maybe uh, in fact older version oh, of supervised my. learning.
2: Which goes down to that to which is a bigger marble that's right there. You learn how to do things like fit curves to a bunch of weird data points, or um, maybe carrier how 10, to and
4: recognize them. them. I then took out a, a different type font. I
2: Actually implemented something using that, that that came out pretty nice looking, uh, thanks to my knowledge of numerical analysis. He also showed how to do right things to like image.
3: The analysis. height of sons from the height of the parents. In some cases. Some mid midpoint between. The zoom
2: up hits the mouse wheel,
1: which hits the car, which goes down the track, which hits the, bar the Son's
3: height, and then we have the predictor, the father's height, and Francis Galton now, wanted to build a. Knocks some
1: marble out of here. The marble goes down here, down the track, falls into a small little bottle. Yeah, back to
2: machine there. learning, and it really prepared me to do a lot of the stuff that I'm doing now. So before I go on and talk the about starts this fan, starts this sailboat.
1: And the sailboat pulls a pink that is holding up this golf ball. Golf ball rolls down. You need a
3: lot of data to train up your algorithm, but that's been some of the real real advances. Everyone can understand. In this area.
2: Let's say I have a database with like 10,000 emails in it, and I've collected this from users of like Gmail or whatever. The bowling and ball, pulls a <laughs> wedge out from under the bowling ball, and the ball rolls and. And, and have it learned so that if I show it a new email it's never seen before, it can tell me if it's spam or not. Like it can learn what makes an email spam and kind of learning uh, in a nutshell.
3: I'd like to contrast it because it seems very different. Many people are familiar with traditional statistics, but there may be a little they less familiar. Transform form the
4: information after each level to keep the error surface convex. And now we could go to any number of levels. I
3: Traditional sti- or uh, machine learning, uh, the the main emphasis at least. Uh, let's focus on supervised learning, which
2: are something that the AI class actually talked about. A kind of classifier which is really powerful and really good for a lot of things. It'll be a
0: while. <laughs> <laughs>
4: dozen layers, uh, these deep neural nets could tell the difference between a dog and a cat. Uh, we can now go so to there's a lot of
3: concern for overfitting in machine learning, but there's not as much concern for model complexity. <laughs> 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 oh,
1: oh, overfitting and
3: ...yielding good predictions, then there's more of a tolerance for that in the field of machine learning than there is in the field of traditional statistics. And so Howl's there's an emphasis
4: human levels of performance, in some cases better. Uh, So
2: this. after I had taken numerical analysis, I felt really prepared to implement support vector machines. I made a really cool demo, um, uh, just for like, you know, you know, classifying two-dimensional data points, and it ran in a web browser, so that was pretty cool. I actually made the demo pretty recently. So generalizability,
3: um, in machine learning tends to be obtained by applying the algorithm on novel data. <laughs> <laughs> yeah!
5: yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> Beyond three layers to any number of layers is one of the factors responsible for this tremendous surge of confidence and interest. At around
2: the same problem. time, I started working on uh, a program called WitchLang. Uh, and Mr. the, the idea with are, it... With-
4: rather than on a, a model in the sample, sample. And exponentially more computation, uh, um, and data storage. the idea storage. with
2: it would be I would show it a piece of code that i had never seen before, uh, and it would storage, tell me what... Data storage, uh,
4: actual data, that along with the ability to actually do me these me things. And tell me what
2: programming language that piece of code well, was written a collection in. Of and this was kind a large
4: of collection of predictors. of
3: predictors. You would build up this algorithm, and then you would then be able to predict the
2: outcome. And uh, just cool. jump right in.
3: Of modeling and sampling assumptions that often occur in traditional statistics. And there's, of course, in machine learning, a concern over performance and robustness. So in traditional statistical analysis, so let's contrast that now, this tends to emphasize not so much predictions, even if it's doing prediction, but emphasizes predictions or models as they relate to some superpopulation. You have a sample and you want to generalize it to some superpopulation that the sample was drawn from. So there's less of an emphasis on sampling in machine learning. Traditional statistics tends to focus on a priori hypotheses where things like unsupervised learning tend to try to generate the hypotheses, right? The the, the G-factor generated this idea that there was intrinsic variability in intelligence. It tends, traditional statistics tends to focus on simpler models, over complex ones. It tends to put a higher penalty on complexity than a machine learning algorithm does. In fact, the idea of a model seems already simpler than the idea of an algorithm, right? Um, Just the words themselves, they they seem like when I I give you the word algorithm, it it, it conjures up an image of something that's far more complex than the idea of a model. The idea of a model is a simplified version of something that's complicated. So there's a lot of emphasis in traditional statistics on parameter interpretation.
1: She passes, each one she passes goes off When she walks, she's like a samba that sways so cool, sways so gently That when she passes, each one she passes goes off Oh, but he watches so sad Tell her he loves her. Yes, he would give his heart gladly. But each day when she walks to the sea, she looks straight ahead, not at him. Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walking when she passes, he smiles, but she doesn't see. She just doesn't see. The next
0: story is just about no, my favorite story of all the see. stories I have ever written. She They've made it into a planetarium see. version, and I've seen it three different times with three different planetariums, and I never get tired of it. It was one of those stories that I sat down and wrote in just one sitting as fast as I could type. Everything broke smoothly, and that in itself is enough to endear a story to a writer. Anyway, here it is, and it's called The Last Question. The last question was asked for the first time, half in jest, on May 21st, 2061, at a time when humanity first stepped into the light. The question came about as a result of a $5 bet over highballs, And it happened this way. Alexander Adele and Bertram Lupov were two of the faithful attendants of Multivac. As well as any human beings could, they knew what lay behind the cold, clicking, flashing face, miles and miles of face, of that giant computer. They had at least a vague notion of the general plan of relays and circuits that had long since grown past the point where any single human could possibly have a firm grasp of the whole. Multivac was self-adjusting and self-correcting. It had to be, for nothing human could adjust and correct it quickly enough or even adequately enough. So Adele and Lupav attended the monstrous giant only lightly and superficially, yet as well as any man could. They fed it data, adjusted questions to its needs, and translated the answers that were issued certainly they, and all others like them, were fully entitled to share in the glory that was Multivac's. For decades, Multivac had helped design the ships and plot the trajectories that enabled man to reach the moon, Mars, and Venus. But past that, Earth's poor resources could not support the ships. Too much energy was needed for the long trips. Earth exploited its coal and uranium with increasing efficiency, but there was only so much of both. But slowly, Multivac learned enough to answer deeper questions more fundamentally. And on May 14, 2061, what had been theory became fact. The energy of the sun was stored, converted, and utilized directly on a planet-wide scale. All Earth turned off its burning coal its fissioning uranium and flipped the switch that connected all of it to a small station one mile in diameter, circling the earth at half the distance of the moon. All earth ran by invisible beams of sun power. Seven days had not sufficed to dim the glory of it, and Adele and Lupov finally managed to escape from the public function and to meet in quiet, where no one would think of looking for them in the deserted underground chambers where portions of the mighty buried body of multivac
4: showed. Uh, you hear something once or twice from your significant other or chairman of your department or your boss and you can learn from that at least some ...and other that. things
3: that might help you perform that prediction. So machine learning would build an automated movie recommender system and success would be defined as anything that produces reliable predictions
4: time-consuming. They don't explain themselves very well. We do f- discover at the deeper levels of a net some abstract features, oh, yeah. the number of days that patients would
3: spend in the hospital in subsequent years given their prior year's
4: hospitalization rates mm-hmm. and... Uh, the systems we developed for speech recognition in the 80s and 90s used hierarchical hidden Markov models with the hidden Markov mm-hmm. model uh, was the sequential model to better understand why yet. people stay in the hospital longer? So
3: success would be anything true that's learned about hospital say, stays, whether or not it gives good predictions. Okay, statistical analysis. So okay. I wrote a book, you How can, to
4: Create a Mind, came out in 2012. Uh, that's one of the things that got me recruited to Google. It talks about the evidence we have from the neuroscience the field, and also whether, but the,
3: the the effect is very minor. But statistically significant. That would be a huge effect, that would be a a landmark study in the field of Alzheimer's
4: disease. But if it was a really how the modules connect to each other. The vertical and horizontal connections are already there. Uh, They're made live, they're activated when the neocortex decides to make uh, this one. ...and their, their family
3: history of Alzheimer's disease and other things may be a better predictor of the severity, of the likely severity of their disease. So whether or not they're taking and, these drugs. So that and also, a... we
4: can observe human brains in action. Uh, these mod- these models are sequential and then in an order, so we can...
0: Then stop running down what Multivac's done for us, said Adele, blazing up. It did all right. Who says it didn't? What I say is that a sun won't last forever, that's all I'm saying. We're safe for 20 billion years, but then what? Lupoff pointed a slightly shaky finger at the other. And don't say we'll switch to another sun. There was silence for a while. Adele put his glass to his lips only occasionally, and Lupov's eyes slowly closed. They rested. Then Lupov's eyes snapped open. You're thinking we'll switch to another sun when ours is done, aren't you? I'm not thinking. Sure you are. You're weak on logic, that's the trouble with you. You're like the guy in the story who was caught in a sudden shower and who ran to a grove of trees and got under one. He wasn't worried, you see, because he figured when one tree got wet through, he would just get under another one. I get it, said Adele, don't shout. When the sun is done, the other stars will be gone too. Darn right they will, muttered Lupav. It all had a beginning in the original cosmic explosion, whatever that was, and it'll all have an end when all the stars run down. Some run down faster than others. Hell, the giants won't last a hundred million years. The sun will last 20 billion years, and maybe the dwarfs will last 100 billion for all the good they are. But just give us a trillion years and everything will be dark. Entropy has to increase to maximum, that's all. I know all about entropy, said Adele, standing on his dignity. The hell you do. I know as much as you do. Then you know everything's got to run down someday. All right, who says they won't? You did, you poor sap. You said we had all the energy we needed forever. You said forever. It was Adele's turn to be contrary. Maybe we can build things up again someday, he said. Never. Why not? Someday. Never. Ask Multivac. You ask Multivac, I dare you. $5 says it can't be done. Adele was just drunk enough to try just sober enough to be able to phrase the necessary symbols and operations into a question which, in words, might have corresponded to this. Will mankind one day, without the net expenditure of energy, be able to restore the sun to its full youthfulness, even after it had died of old age? Or maybe it could be put more simply like this. How can the net amount of entropy of the universe be massively decreased? Multivac fell dead and silent. The slow flashing of light ceased. The distant sounds of clicking relays ended. Then, just as the frightened technicians felt they could hold their breath no longer, there was a sudden springing to life of the teletype attached to that portion of multivac. Five words were printed. Insufficient data for meaningful answer. No bet, whispered Lupav. They left hurriedly. By next morning, the two plagued the throbbing head and cockney mouth had forgotten the incident. Uh, ISP's traffic is relating to
3: searches on Tamiflu. That might suggest an outbreak in that area. So success the for an algorithm...
4: Use computers is to make up for these fairly simple uh, weaknesses of, of human intelligence. Uh, if I ask you to, to find some information in my learning algorithm, it's a very clever idea, I think. Statistical
3: analysis, on the other hand, would, would instead try to approach the problem of trying to learn what prediction Uh Three. It was a really minor effect. It wouldn't, knowledge of whether or not someone was taking that drug wouldn't lead to a good
4: prediction of their Alzheimer's remember it. Uh, so little hints like this, I make the case on How to Create a Mind, that the, the, the neocortex is basically a big uh, hierarchy. That's four, ball rolls down two, that's five, uh, ball hits these, that's six, ball falls into cup, seven, ball falls, uh, cup falls, and pulls this Some information cup. You might not be able to remember uh, a particular name, because you have to actually be in the right branch of the right tree. That is
3: where statistical significance in a statistical model that's important may not lead
4: to... Uh, a hierarchy of sequential models. Uh, the neocortex emerged 200 million years ago. It's able to learn new skills. It can yeah, learn from now, a small in this number number case, be ...anything that
3: produces reliable prediction. And they had,
4: for example, the CDC data, the historical CDC data, to build up. Remember, two million years ago, we were walking around. Uh, We didn't have these big foreheads. We had a slanted brow as primates. Uh, We then got evolution created. What predicts flu
3: outbreaks? And anything true that was learned about that would count, regardless of whether or not it dramatically
4: improved our ability to predict. So the goal would be to build a personal. Different things. Uh, it turns out that it's really just an additional quantity of neocortex. this This has also been shown in these brain reverse engineering projects. Led to the better layer ...understanding of understanding pens- what was going
3: on but didn't lead to good predictions, that would be a beneficial outcome
1: in statistical analysis. So There's some, some lessons learned
4: And it's basically learning a sequential
3: model with approaches. locals... ...and their goals are often very different. However, I would say this caveat, that there's a fair amount of work in making machine learning more interpretable and a fair amount of work in making...
4: So we got an additional quantity of the neocortex. Now what, what did we do with that? Well, we're already doing a very good job of being primates.
3: Uh, so we put it... A, ...traditional statistical approaches have
4: better predictions. So it does seem like both fields are working towards some... ...or beautiful. Uh, so that additional neocortex was
3: enabling some factor. common areas in, in the middle. In the next lecture, I'm just going to give you some examples of further reading that you can go into for contrasting traditional statistics
2: versus machine learning.
1: to a pulley. Because of this, the other cup which has a um, car with a magnet on it, that cup will dump out the car. The car will go down the track car will hit a can with magnets on it. That can will then fall onto the seesaw.
4: Let me come back and talk about when I think we will uh, achieve human level intelligence. Uh, At Google, I've been implementing my ideas of hierarchical sequential models. We're preparing some papers where we can talk in more detail about the actual results, but we are finding that it's orders of magnitude faster than LSTM. It can learn from much fewer examples. It can explain itself. And this is the other weakness of that we found with LSTM is it can do certain semantic distinctions. I think if you can do language, you can do everything. I believe Turing's inside of basing a basic test of human intelligence based on language. I think language is Turing complete. We find that LSTM can't quite It does do some semantic distinctions, but not others. We're finding more success with sequential hierarchical models. And so we're gonna continue to move in that direction. So in terms of the future, I think there's general agreement that we're close to the hardware requirements of strong AI, uh, we're there already in terms, but not at a reasonable cost. I think we'll be at a point where a human equivalent uh, is about $1,000 in the early 2020s. In my view, that's 10 to the 14th calculations per second. I've got derivations of that in my book. Hans Moravec comes to the same conclusion using a whole different approach. Uh, there are some estimates that are 10 to the 16th, but uh, the hardware problem is, is well in hand. The software problem is more complex. Uh, one of the points I make is that software progress is also exponential and there's a lot of evidence of that. There was actually a study done by the White House Science Advisory Board on this issue where we gotten more benefit from hardware and software on, on a range of about 20 engineering problems. And they found that software had actually contributed more in terms of uh, algorithmic improvements that comes in fits and starts. It's not quite as steady as the law of accelerating returns applied to hardware. Uh, But I make the case that we will get there by 2029. Uh, So I've had that prediction going back to 1989. uh, In my first book, Age of Intelligent Machines, I had that date within a decade or so. I said specifically uh, 2029 in my 1999 book, Age of Spiritual Spiritual Machines. Stanford had a conference about this stockling's prediction. Uh, of AI experts, and the consensus then, we didn't have polling machines or online. Uh, polls, it was a show of hands, but the consensus was 500 years. That was the median. Some people thought it would never happen. Uh, recently, I've seen different analyses of polls of AI experts that range between 30 years and 50 years. So take 50 years. The, the reason for that... Uh, Watch going
1: it's going to hit this needle and it's going to light
4: out the candle. Let's go. Um, and I then went to MIT. He became my mentor for over 50 years until his passing early this year. Uh, in recent years, he actually became more enamored with the uh, connectionist school. How's the
2: symbolic uh, Which is actually the case is a lot of machine learning algorithms are about function optimization and doing a bunch of mathematical things. So knowing numerical analysis is actually really helpful when you do machine learning. So to teach myself numerical analysis, I found these really great lectures that Stanford
0: Go ahead, said Gerard Dean. We'll quiet them down. Gerard, that too, was beginning to cry also. Gerard shrugged. Now, now, honeys. I'll ask Micro back. Don't worry. He'll tell us. He asked the MicroVac, adding quickly, print the answer. Gerard cupped the strip of thin film and said cheerfully, see now, the MicroVac says it will take care of everything when the time comes, so don't worry. Gerardine said, and now, children, it's time for bed. We'll be in our new home soon. Gerard read the words on the film again before destroying it. Insufficient data for a meaningful answer. He shrugged and looked at the visiplate. X-23 was just ahead. VJ-23X of Lameth stared into the black depths of the three-dimensional, small-scale map of the galaxy and said, Are we ridiculous, I wonder, in being so concerned about the matter? MQ-17J of Nikron shook his head. I think not. You know the galaxy will be filled in five years at the present rate of expansion. Both seemed in their early twenties. Both were tall and perfectly formed. Still, said VJ23X, I hesitate to submit a pessimistic report to the Galactic Council. I wouldn't consider any other kind of report. Stir them up a bit. We've got to stir them up. VJ23X sighed. Space is infinite, a hundred billion galaxies are there for the taking, more. A hundred billion is not infinite, and it's getting less infinite all the time. Consider, 20,000 years ago, mankind first solved the problem of utilizing stellar energy. And a few centuries later, interstellar travel became possible. It took mankind a million years to fill one small world, and then only 15,000 years to fill the rest of the galaxy. Now the population doubles every 10 years. VJ-23X interrupted. We can thank immortality for that. Very well. Immortality exists, and we have to take it into account. I admit it has its seamy side this immortality. The galactic AC has solved many problems for us, but in solving the problem of preventing old age and death, it has undone all its other solutions. Yet you wouldn't want to abandon life, I suppose. Not at all, snapped MQ-17J, softening it at once to... Not yet. I'm by no means old enough. How old are you? 223. And you? I'm still under 200. But to get back to my point, population doubles every 10 years. Once this galaxy is filled, we'll have filled another in 10 years. Another 10 years, and we'll have filled two more. Another decade, four more. In a hundred years, we'll have filled a thousand galaxies. In a thousand years, a million galaxies. In 10,000 years, the entire known universe. Then what? BJ23X said, as a side issue, there's a problem of transportation. I wonder how many sun power units it will take to move galaxies of individuals from one they galaxy to, to find the next. That people who took these tests, these psychometric tests,
3: tended to cluster. They hypothesized that these clusters represented some outcome, some unmeasured outcome, that represents some kind of intrinsic intellectual ability. So this is some, one of the first examples We talked about lessons. differential
2: equations which are super important and applicable to a wide number of things Never like that. Things didn't move quite as quickly mm. back then as they do now. Stoltzman
4: uh, wanted to build up an algorithm so that when you just knew the father's height and say the mother was still pregnant... before this intuition of Rosenblatt would be shown. Yes, to be.
2: Whatever, so I just really enjoyed that class and it really got me.
4: Then you could try
3: and predict what the sun's height was.
4: Correct. So decades later, multi-layer neural nets were used. And this, and this led him
3: for the, to the development of, of what we think of
4: now as linear regression. They really couldn't go beyond, much beyond three layers. Uh, they did generalize to some extent. I uh, but talk five, about six uh, years
2: more specific machine learning stuff that I, I played around with. I just want to describe one of the most common problems that you
3: However, modern prediction algorithms can take thousands and tens of thousands of potential... It's going to go
2: down the same kind plan.
1: Right? Artificial intelligence is already all around you.
2: It's in your search engine. Uh, my journey with you and how I... Lo- <laughs> and how I learned what I've learned and all the places I've learned from...
3: Hopefully not scary terminators, right? Mm-hmm. Two ways that are most useful for data science is
1: two broad. Things. <laughs> <laughs> Turn hold, like keep the wheels of the train. And this
2: is non-exhaustive. There's other aspects of machine. And down in his water bottle. That's one. Water falls over, and to a wide range of AI topics, ranging from where you just search every possible combination. Um, Cornell
4: uh, the A.I.
2: We'll probably get lost watching it. <laughs> Which maybe I'll talk a little bit more about uh, later in this video. you planning to be your night, So...
1: ...till the wedge is released. And then once it goes...
3: In an unsupervised case, you're trying to build a prediction. build a prediction, but where you don't actually have... And
1: then there's a marble up here, and then this is going to go down. And then hit these dominoes. The last one's gonna hit this Jones lever.
0: ...has created his own AI program that can make human decisions.
4: Ball falls, uh, cup falls, created into the connectionist and symbolic schools.
1: Car right here, which I picked out, with a wheel and an axle. It's gonna go down the same plane. It's gonna knock this block of wood off the rope with a water balloon attached to it. It's attached to the pulley. It's gonna going to hit this needle and it's going to light out the candle. Let's go. This is the wedge that's going to be under the train. I'll set this up dude. this marble. I'm going to let up that stinking candle way over there. Way (laughs) yonder. Let's go.
0: That had been the answer is in hyperspace in what form it is there i cannot imagine nor could anyone for the day had long since passed z prime knew when any man had any part of the making of the universal ac each universal ac designed and constructed its successor. each during its existence of a million years or more accumulated the necessary data to build a better and more intricate, more capable successor, in which its own store of data and individuality would be submerged. The universal AC interrupted Z-Prime's wandering thoughts, not with words, but with guidance. Z-Prime's mentality was guided into the dim sea of galaxies, and one in particular enlarged into star. A thought came, infinitely distant, but infinitely clear. This is the original galaxy of man. But it was the same after all, the same as any other, and Z prime stifled his disappointment. D sub one, whose mind had accompanied the other, said suddenly, and is one of these stars the original star of man? The universal AC said, man's original star has gone nova. It is a white dwarf. Did the men upon it die? Asked Z-Prime, startled and without thinking. The Universal AC said, A new world, as in such cases, was constructed for their physical bodies in time. Yes, of course, said Z-Prime, but a sense of loss overwhelmed him even so. His mind released its hold on the original galaxy of man, let it spring back and lose itself among the blurred footprints. He never wanted to see it again. D sub one said, what is wrong? The stars are dying. The original star is dead. They must all die, why not? But when all energy is gone, our bodies will finally die and you and I will. It will take billions of years. I do not wish it to happen even after billions of years. Universal AC, how may stars be kept from dying? D sub one said in amusement, you're asking how entropy might be reversed in direction. And the universal AC answer, there is as yet insufficient data for a meaningful answer.
5: We don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the we don't do the same drugs, do the same drugs no more. We Don't Do the same drugs no more We don't do the We don't do the same drugs Do the same drugs no more When did you change? Wendy, you've aged I thought you'd never grow up I thought you'd never Window closed Wendy got old I was too late, I was too late A shadow of what I once was Cause we don't Do the same drugs no more We don't do the We don't do the same drugs Do the same drugs no more Cause she don't Laugh the same way no more We don't do the We don't do the same drugs Do the same drugs no more Where did you go? Why would you stay? You must have lost your marbles You always were so forgetful In a hurry Don't wait up I was too late, I was too late A shadow of what I once was We don't, we don't Do what we say we're gonna You were always perfect I was only practice Don't you miss the days Stranger, don't you miss the days, don't you miss the danger? We don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the we don't do the same drugs, do the same drugs no more. we don't do the same drugs no more. We don't do the we don't do the same drugs, do the same drugs no more. get the happy thoughts